Hello, and welcome to Serene Reflections, a podcast of Dharma Talks from the Wallawa Buddhist Temple. I am Rev. Clarissa Beattie, a Zen monk and Buddhist priest from the mountains of Northeast Oregon, where we practice contemplative meditation, the Chan of Bodhidharma, the Zen of Dogen, the Serene Reflection Meditation of Rev. Master G.U. Kennett. You are invited to let yourself grow naturally still, to let go of the world for a while. Join us in listening in sound, in listening in stillness, turning within to listen from the heart that seeks the way. How do I meditate when I am finding it hard to settle? When I've done everything right according to the instructions, I've got my sitting place all set up and I've bowed to my seat and turned clockwise and bowed out, I'm sitting in my meditation posture whatever, and my mind and body just won't meditate. Maybe you've been meditating for years. Maybe you've just taken it up. Doesn't matter. When the restless mind arises... It can seem impossible to meditate. When the restless mind arises, what do you do? This may begin in a number of possible ways. It may even begin with the awareness of being drawn to meditate, but somehow feeling unable. It may appear, as I've just described, as a sense of finding it hard to settle into meditation once I'm already on my sitting place. It may appear as a feeling of resistance, either during meditation or by not getting around to doing the sitting. What might be going on when this sense arises? It's not unusual to have this feeling come up in a regular meditation practice. I'm not talking so much about getting a practice started, 
establishing a habit that wasn't there before, though this too can include something similar, which can be gently worked with. When starting a new practice of sitting regularly, it's important to stick to the regularity of the practice but not to overdo. Regular and very short sittings are generally most helpful. What I'd like to look at for the moment is more something which can come up once a practice is already underway. If you haven't experienced what I'm describing, then by all means don't worry about it. But if you have or do experience some resistance to meditation, please, by all means, don't worry about it. When we establish a meditation practice, we are opening ourselves to the unborn. When I sit down to meditate, I am opening my heart, opening my heart, why be surprised to find something in it? Why be surprised if what's in my heart surprises or confounds me? It's what I'm sitting down to do something about. If I sit in meditation, I am sitting in meditation no matter what feeling arises, no matter what mental state arises, no matter what physical sensation arises. This includes any form of agitation. If the sense arises, I cannot settle, then that is what is arising, whether it's mild or strong or anything in between. Whatever comes up in meditation can be let go. That said, if something arises and persists, it may be trying to tell me something. But I'm meditating. I'm trying to sit still. How can I sit still if I can't settle? Sometimes the self struggles. The form that seated meditation takes is just that. A form. It's a guideline, just as the precepts are not laws, but guidelines. If I weren't trying to sit still, would I notice the agitation, the resistance? I might be less likely to notice. It's as if the meditation practice has highlighted 
what is arising. So what do I do when unrest is what arises? When coming to stillness is my goal, what do I make of the arising of unstillness? When my heart longs for peace, what do I do when my universe fills with some kind of upset? Whatever arises is before me now. Maybe I feel like it is me. What will I do with it? Do I wish it weren't arising? Do I try to push it down, push it away, make it into something else? If there arises this unsettled mind, what then is the mind that is settled? If I'm sometimes resisting, who is the idealized one who sometimes gives their all free of entanglements? Do you see that if now I am supposing myself to be unable to meditate, in quotes, then there might be this co-equal state of meditation, also in quotes, that I could be setting up as the ideal. Letting go of the mind that is not meditating includes letting go of the mind that thinks that now it is meditating, in quotes. Just as I would with a wee child or an animal who is worried, though I don't know why, there are a number of ways I can help the anxious self. I can speak clearly. I can encourage it. I can be steady. I can grow still. I can give it a little time. And though these and many other various ways seem obvious in the abstract, at any given moment it's not easy to know just which of these skillful means to apply and how. Simple, but not easy. This is our practice. We do our best to remember the precepts, to live from the still center, and whatever arises, we keep going. We do the very best we can. When the unsettled mind arises once, I can see if I can try to let it go. If it arises again, I can let it go again. If unease arises repeatedly, persistently, insistently, perhaps it is trying to tell me something. What might that be?
since I'm apparently not meditating anyway, in quotes, it might be worth taking a moment to hold it gently and listen to see if there is something that is trying to get my attention. Turning in this way, the mind has the chance to let go of the opposites. The heart has the chance to open naturally. Turning in this way toward that which may be suffering. The tension can ease, the grip can relax, and I can just sit. Just sit with whatever comes up. Thank you for joining us in listening to Serene Reflections from the Heart That Seeks the Way. To learn more about this practice, including more about how to meditate, you are invited to visit our website at walawabuddhisttemple.org. Here, in the Kanzayan Shrine of our Meditation Hall, we offer the merit of our practice of serene reflection meditation to all beings including you, wherever you may be.